Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Face Palm America. I'm Beowulf Rocklin. FacepalmAmerica.com is where you can go to get more information about the show, download past episodes, interact with us on social media, and as always, you can go to 202-656-6271. If you want to message us or if you want to call us directly, you can do that. And we do occasionally have uh, folks who give us a call on the show, so uh, give us a ring, send us a message, whatever you like, but uh, we want to talk with you. So, it's 2023, and this never fails to uh, amaze me. I don't know why I should get over it, but it just seems like there's never a time in America where there's not a presidential campaign going on. And it's months and months and months before, like, any votes are going to be taken. But here we are again, and we've had one Republican debate And the cable channels are all over it. So it's time to talk about it. You know, we're uh, in September now. So uh, I suppose the the leaves are are, are beginning to turn. And America is turning a page on uh, its political book. So here to speak with us about this is political commentator and media professor at Western Connecticut University, Dr. Jacqueline Gustage. Jackie, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. It is so good to be here, Beowulf. So we saw, God, this cycle, I'm interested in your assessment on it, because in 2016, it seems like everyone was giving Trump free publicity. I don't know whether they completely learned their lesson or not in 2020. Maybe it wasn't as bad. They realized how what they did played into it. What is your assessment of how the the media, especially cable news channels, are handling coverage of of Trump and his uh, competitors for the Republican nomination this time around? All right. Not to defend everything that the cable news channels are doing, but this is news Mm -hmm. and they have got to cover it. Elsewise, they would be accused of covering it up, of not giving enough uh, information, all of that, by taking sides, by being partisan. Mm. Here's the thing, though, and I'm very adamant about this. The news has changed. 
it has changed in that we more and more want to be entertained as opposed to inform, even though, even though everybody says, nope, I don't want any of the circus, this rigmarole. I just want the facts. If nothing else, Donald Trump is an entertainer. You have to give him that. He is is an entertainer. And that is part of the reason that he became president of the United States. But even in my classes, the young people, I show them or, or they come to me and they complain and they say, we're tired of all this. The news is trying to manipulate us. Every institution, society is trying to manipulate us. And I say, okay, so this is the way people used to get the news. And I show them clips of Walter Cronkite. Mm -hmm. And halfway through the clip, their eyes glaze over (laughs) and they're looking at their phones. Uh I I remember, I think I remember seeing Walter Cronkite's last sign off on CBS News. I, 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 I think I vaguely remember that. It was like 1982 or 83. I was, you know, and this is like when I'm like seven or eight years old. But, and, and you know, in, in 1986, I was watching C-SPAN and, and Congress passing a, a resolution to support the Contra. So maybe I'm, I'm somewhat of an outlier. But I remember that period in time. And yeah, it has gotten to the point where you expect more from that and generations younger than myself certainly i would think would have difficulty with a slower pace but i don't know what do you suggest to them when they have that eyes glazed over effect do you say to them well you got to stick with this or do you suggest to them maybe there is a different way to engage with the media especially the political media in in this country is is that a, a challenge that is is too great, or are there ways in which you can slow things down for yourself so that you can process things uh, correctly and not be overwhelmed by the waves of garbage that inevitably come at you? Well, I think we have to look at two things. Number one, and we were slapped in the face of it the morning we woke up and found out that Donald Trump had become president of the United States, that We now live in a post-truth society. Post-truth was the word of the year in 2016, I believe. And what that means that instead of looking at facts, instead of looking at cause and effect relationships, we now believe what we want to believe. And we believe this evidence that supports our beliefs. And that is what I saw on the debate stage for the GOP the other night. Right. If you know, there's a big difference between running for president and being president. And yeah. I think we saw candidates offer that offer those ideas up. We had Ramaswamy who I mean when I first saw him I thought, you know, the price is right. He's looking for a new host. Maybe that should be his next job. <laughs> and, 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 you know, that's half of what these people are running for, I think. It, it, ultimately, when you have, as you have during the last several presidential cycles, you know, five or 10 or 15 people up there, you know that in their hearts, most of those people don't really believe that they're going to become president of the United States. They don't, they don't even have a remote chance. They basically 
treat this as a public relations opportunity in order to raise their public profile so they can get a show deal, so that they can get a book deal, whatever it happens to be, right? Yeah, and Donald Trump believed that too when he first ran. He did, I know. Yeah. 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 Who's going to be who's going to be the lucky winner who actually gets to the White House? It can't be all of us. But but how, how many of and yeah, Trump, I don't think ever really believed that that he was going to make it. Uh, I don't know. At, at a certain point, maybe he did. But 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 what comes out of that cycle and, and how do you do you look at all these folks? Because I, I watched that debate and when they asked. Will you support Donald Trump even if he gets convicted, I think everybody but one person on the stage raised their hands. So, I mean, this is what you're, you're talking about. Like they've created their own world in which, uh, criminality has become presidential. Because of this post truth mindset. Exactly. So many voters have, but if Ramaswamy had appeared on that stage in a T-shirt that said Trump Ramaswamy 24, mm-hmm. he would have been more honest about his reason <laughs> for being up there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, potentially he might have a shot at something like that because yeah. it, because it doesn't seem I mean, maybe you think differently than I do uh, and, and everyone that I have talked to. But at this point, I do not see any member of that particular set of folks as having any kind of realistic chance of getting the nomination. It's, it is almost like the vice presidential uh, debates because Trump is almost certainly going to get the nomination. Unless something happens. What, and a lot could what happen. What could that be though? I mean, I mean, could be, I, I mean, I think he's, I, I mean, I can see him not getting to the general election, but given how much capture there has been of the Republican party by Trumpists, I mean, it, it's essentially Trump's party now. Is there anything even legally that can stop him from getting the, the, the nomination at this point? Well, we don't know. There's been discussion about, is this man allowed with all of right. these criminal you know, charges? Is right. he allowed to run for president of the United States? Right. The reason nobody has a solid answer right now is because it's unprecedented. Yeah. It's never happened before. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, I mean, that's that, that, that's the thing. I know that uh, I think it was uh, Lawrence Tribe and, and somebody else who wrote an article in The Atlantic and other legal scholars have brought up the fact that the 14th Amendment, as it's written, and as you know, I've I've read it also seems to prohibit anyone from holding federal office who has been involved in an insurrection and whether uh, he is convicted of being guilty of it or not. He clearly was involved in, a, in an insurrection one way or another. So that that seems pretty clear on the face of it. And I know that states like New Hampshire are actively looking into that. And New Hampshire is is one of those kind of swing states at this point. So that could have a determination. I, I just think at this point, the nomination is a lock. And the only reason we're having debates is to raise the profile uh, of, of certain candidates and possibly see who might be conceivably a viable uh, vice presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. So, and also to fundraise. R- exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. There's, I mean, there are a lot of different cross uh, purposes here. So we've got, what, 91 in uh, criminal charges against Trump at this point, as as I count them, do you foresee any erosion of support, if not among the the base 
of who follows Trump than among independents who who have potentially supported him in past elections? Well, there's been, you know, there's been a little crack in his base of support. You have smaller groups, like you had Cowboys for Trump. And they were so, well, they were so pro-Trump. And now that he's got all these criminal charges against him and against his his abuse of the Constitution, they have turned on him. And they're doing everything they can in their home states to make sure that he does not get on the ballot. Cowboys for Trump is doing that specifically? Cowboys for Trump. Wow. There was un- yeah, and there was another group. I can't recall their name right now. But you know, you asked me the question: Is Trump just going to uh, be a shoe in and walk in there? And mm-hmm. I, the only crack that I've seen are these smaller groups mm. that shows me that they have other values. You know, they they do truly love this country and respect the Constitution. Yeah. And when somebody when somebody steps all over that document, they're going to take a stand. Well, so, I, that's I mean, that's good to hear. And maybe it, yeah. it it seems like maybe there should be, uh, you know, white hats for Trump and black hats for Trump or something like <laughs> that. Gunslingers for Trump. Right. <laughs> Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So how do you see this? You know, here, here's what, what, what fascinates me. On the Republican side, you, you have this playing out, and Donald Trump is most likely to get the nomination because he's just the biggest force in the room. And hopefully at some point, you know, another loss will see him crumble as a symbol of the GOP, and there's going to have to be a reckoning on that side. On the other side, at this point, Joe Biden has has pretty much uh, got it, but there are a lot of calls, um, or at least some, for him to step aside because of uh, you know age and other reasons. Um, you have RF, RFK Jr., who's a you know an anti-vax uh, nut job, but you know is polling uh, relatively well among uh, some, uh, and you have uh, Marianne Williamson at this point. Uh, is there any chance, I mean, we saw what happened again with Mitch McConnell, who is still yeah. in office, and him freezing up for the second time. Um, and we know, at least I see, 
because I've been following him on C-SPAN for for 30 plus years, that uh, Joe Biden, he's together, he's, 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 he's cogent, but he is not as sharp as he used to be. I don't think any of us, you know, in their 80s uh, would be. What could happen here? I mean, what are we looking at? Is there any chance that he might step aside? It doesn't seem like unless there is some sort of serious crisis that's likely to happen. But what is your perception? Well, his wife was asked that question Mm -hmm. and she said, look, he's not done yet. And I have not seen any sign at all that he is done and that he will step aside. Um, He's not getting... He's not getting a lot of push by anybody who is going to get the nomination, who has enough support to get the nomination. Yeah. So it looks like he's going to do it. What's what's going to work against him, I think, is this age factor. Yeah. Even though Donald Trump is, what, three or four years younger. Yeah, he's, he's almost he's turned 77, so he's only, what, th- like four years younger, is it? Yeah, yeah, and, and he's not the healthiest no. person in the room. He's probably so, less physically healthy, even even. Yeah. And, and, and if you look at the way that he speaks, it's it's different than Biden, who sometimes stumbles over words. And, and, you know, but he for years and earlier has just kind of meandered all over the place in a way that I don't know. So some people it, it comes across as cogent, but to me, it comes across as just like bouncing all over the walls insane. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how you want to compare uh, compare those, but you but you think that that Biden is a lock at this point. It looks it looks that way right now. Yeah. Now we've got a long time to go. Yeah. But if we project into the future and things stay the same, and I don't see anything that's going to change it right now. Right. But my fear is that they're going to be running those campaign ads and you're going to have video of Biden falling down the steps of him yeah. falling off his bike yeah. and all of that. Yeah. And that's a fear in people. Yeah, no, that, that, that concerns me too. I, you know, I heard somebody in uh, on a podcast speculate that, you know, he could have some sort of major health crisis, you know, in the months before the uh, election. And, um, and that could put, things in a very dangerous position because he is the i mean he's he's the oldest president that we've ever had and um physically he does seem healthy but like you could you could envision i mean an 80 81 year old guy in the next year like what if something were to happen what if he were to have a mitch mcconnell moment then where does that put us and and our and to think about too heaven forbid what happened to Ruth Bader Ginsburg right before the election by having candidates who, uh, you know, are, you know, uh, that elderly to uh, and have, you know, potential health crises. Are we putting ourselves or is the Democratic Party putting themselves in a situ in a dangerous situation where we could basically be back on the road to fascism? I think that's a really good point, is that we could be, and there's been a number of voices who have noticed the same thing that you have, that, um, you know, you've got this authoritarianism that comes with Trump, that comes with Trump's supporters. Yeah, Um, and he said recently, I think it was in an interview with Glenn Beck, that uh, he would be... uh, Blocking some people up, he he would be you know jailing some of his uh, uh, opponents. He has right. made openly you know 
He's, he certainly did throughout his presidency, but uh, I think we all know, and he has stated that it's going to be worse this time. Yeah, he said that, that, and he mentioned Biden by name. Yeah. He also asked, I mean, talk about how we get our information, which is the media. And he has said that he wants the FCC to report straight to him. Yeah. Um, you know, this this could be real, real bad news. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, and, I'm not looking forward to a, any prospect. I mean, if things go as we think they will, then, okay, Trump versus Biden, I think Biden still beats Trump by a hair. But we know that, you know, a year and uh, two months at this point, it's only 14 months, for goodness sakes, that we're talking about all this. Um, anything could happen, and it probably yeah. will. So, so I... I I just I spoke to a gentleman with rootsaction.org a few weeks ago, Jeff Cohen, and he's with a group called Step Aside Joe. He thinks he ought to do it for the good of the party. I think that would be an interesting possibility. I don't know exactly who that person would be. I mean, you know, he suggested, even though he's very progressive, he's a Bernie supporter, that even Gavin Newsom, who is more moderate, would be a more favorable alternative just to, because he's a, a stronger candidate. Is there anyone well, that you can envision like filling that role if it were to come to be? Well, I thought about Gavin Newsom also, but Newsom has said that he doesn't want to run, that he is not yeah. going to run. Uh, so what do you think of Kamala Harris? Well, I, I think that the establishment of the party, that the, um, the, the kind of moderate and corporate forces within the party, if something were to happen to, to Joe, would, um, would definitely sign off on that. I, yeah. you know, I, I think for us who, <laughs> I mean, both Biden and Kamala Harris, for those of us, and I definitely include myself as, you know, someone on the progressive and left of the party, you know, certainly it's better than Donald Trump, but it's, I, you know, I, th- I think we all wish that there were other options. You know, I, I personally, I intend to vote for Marianne Williamson um, during uh, during the, the primaries, uh, assuming that she is still around once uh, Oregon uh, has their primaries. And, um, you know, I, I'm not under any illusions that uh, that, that she's going to you know, be some sort of uh, mm-hmm. a, a, a replacement. But um yeah, I guess I would go along with that, but but you know it, it frustrates me, especially seeing how they rejiggered the primaries so that South Carolina is right up front as a deliberate maneuver to kind of like put the most conservative uh, primary at the front to ensure you know Biden's uh, renomination. It just it, it frustrates me that the party seems to be controlled by its right wing. And believe me, its right wing is better than the the other side's right yeah. wing. But you know, I I think that it's that that we're we're being held back in a way that does not serve the country because I I, I feel that the Democratic Party is more answerable answerable to its campaign contributors than it is its actual voters. That's politics. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's it's not the kind that I particularly care for, and it tends to alienate me somewhat. Yeah. But but yeah, I guess I would I guess I would go along with uh, you know I would I would understand if they did that, and it would be better than than uh, Donald Trump. But do you think Kamala Harris could actually like beat Donald Donald Trump? 
because you 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 know that at heart in many ways this is still a a racist country and 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 it's and and it's a deeply you know in many ways a misogynist country and 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 trump is going to leverage that to the absolute maximum capacity um of course yeah so you know so that will what i'm saying is i have to disagree with your guest your previous guest is do not step aside, uh, Joe. Mm-hmm. Keep putting out those videos of Joe running on the stage and, okay. and Joe on his bike and, you know, all of that. And if, God forbid, the guy has a heart attack and drops dead on that stage, then Kamala becomes the new president. Well, And Joe got yeah. us into office. Okay. I mean, I, mean, I guess right. it, I, I guess it depends on the timing of that, you know, theoretical horrible event <laughs> and how that happens. You know, it's interesting. My my uh, my young adult daughter was asking me the other day. So, like, what ha- what happens if the person who's running for president, you know, passes away for 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 some reason? Um, and I was saying, well, you know, it kind of depends on when it happens. If it if it happens during the election, that's one thing. If it, if they've been elected, and and they've uh, they they haven't been inaugurated yet. That's another. And if they've just been inaugurated, that's yet that's yet another. So it's just like, oh my God, there. Uh, you know, I do not want another January sixth or or similar type. We we we've had enough political conflagrations in the last yeah. few years to to last uh, a lifetime. And I would just like to return to a sense of sanity and and stability. Um, <laughs> so so Jackie, what are your uh, predictions. How do you see this this playing out, both through the primaries and and to the general? What do you think we are going to be sitting here and discussing uh, after the election, fourteen months from now? Okay, fourteen months from now. If things go the way they look now, it will be Biden Trump. Now, there's going to be a lot of trash and slash going on during those 14 months. And I would like to ask your audience if they could pay attention to a couple of things. Uh, Number one, pay attention to misinformation and disinformation. Misinformation, we saw it in the GOP debates, right? It, um, it, It seemed that every pregnant woman was going to hold that baby until it was nine months there and then go run out and get an abortion, you know, which is misinformation. No, it's a disinformation. Disinformation means that there is an intent to deceive with that information. Yeah. The whole, the whole concept of a partial birth abortion is complete disinformation. Yeah. I mean, less than 1% of all abortions are at that, you know, further uh, that the last trimester and most of them happen. I mean, you want to use emotion to get votes. Yeah. Go out and read some of those cases of women who had to choose to get a late term abortion because the baby was going to be born in excruciating pain with its brain outside of its skull. And they had to make a choice. Yeah. Do I do that or give it a euthanized, a good death, a peaceful death? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Things like that. So, so you had a lot of 
disinformation. You'll have a lot of disinformation coming up. So I would say be smart enough to figure that stuff out. And also, you know, something my mother told me, if it looks too good to be true, it is too good to be true. Go yeah. and fact check. Yeah. Because now anybody can fact check. It's it's easier now than it was, say, 10 years ago. Um, go to politifact.org, which is run out of the Pointer Institute, uh, mm -hmm. Tampa Bay Times. Go, you know, there's so many, there's swopes. All you have to do is check and see. Yeah. And as a part of a good, balanced media diet, it's always a good idea to use a lot of different sources and pick at least one or two from a, a source that you might not necessarily agree with all of the time, just to keep a little voice you know, on the on the side there. I think it's a good practice for anybody. If nothing else, you're seeing what your uh, political opponents uh, think and and know, and it's it's just a good idea to take information from all sources so that you can better balance your perspective. That's right, and know the difference between fact and opinion. Yeah. Yeah, Ramaswamy said Donald Trump was the greatest president of the 21st century. That's a fact. No, it isn't. It's your opinion. You're entitled to it. But, yeah, yeah we, we, we need in this day and age to distinguish between facts and opinions. And yeah. the, the Internet and the way that it is structured has just thoroughly uh, and deliberately conflated that. And it, it's, it's something I think we need to teach better as we approach the media. And it's the sort of thing that you do. Too. Mm -hmm. It's in, 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 in your classes. Where can mm -hmm. folks uh, find out more about uh, what you do and, and um, what are you uh, teaching this uh, semester, by the way? Oh, this semester? I know these horrible college professors. You're just teaching all of this left wing propaganda. <laughs> no, you know, I'm, I'm just everything that I teach, every course from a basic video course, this is how you do it, all the way up to political discourse. You're teaching critical thinking. Yeah. Exactly what we were just talking about, how to distinguish yeah. between fact and fiction, trying to trying to identify who's trying to pull the wool over your eyes and yeah. all of that. And that, that. That to me is my job. Yeah. Is to teach my students that. Yeah. And if someone is trying to dissuade you from listening to someone who is uh, trying to teach you critical thinking skills, then they just might be trying to pull the wool over your eyes themselves. So yeah. beware. Yeah. Jackie Guzda, Dr. Jacqueline Guzda, political commentator, media professor at Western Connecticut University. Uh, you can find more about her at JackieGuzda.com. That's J-A-C-K-I-E-G-U-Z-D-A.com. Thank you so much for being here on Facepalm America. My pleasure. My pleasure. I'm Beowulf Rockland. This is Facepalm America. Facepalmamerica.com is where you can get more information. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms where you can do that sort of thing. And until next time, enjoy the day.